You are listening to the Mindset Forge podcast. I'm Barton Bryan, your host. Welcome back. This week is a solo cast. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Philip Ricardo Jr., an amazing man, great bodybuilder, but lots of perspectives on discipline, being strong, being healthy, and really focusing on quality over quantity in terms of weight, reps, and all the things that relate to being healthy and disciplined. So I'm going to take that a little further today. Today is about building momentum. And that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Well, let me tell you what that means. So there's two concepts I think is important. First of all, going to the gym once is a start, right? Or going out for a run or whatever that fitness journey that you want to start. Like the hardest thing is that first step. We know that. But I'm assuming that you have taken that first step or are making that a part of your life. But the hardest thing to do is not actually taking the first step. It's getting the momentum of doing that over and over, right? And you've probably heard that like a habit takes 21 days or 66. The point of the whole concept of like how long it takes to make a habit is not really how many days it takes. It's really like when it gets not easy, because I don't think it ever gets easy to do the work, but when it becomes second nature to, a you know, as part of your day, as a part of the way you do things, Right. Like that's when you know you have a habit that it's in you is when it's like, it's a part of your day. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. You are, you know, going to the gym or you're going on that run and you're going to go do that thing, that boot camp workout, going to train with a trainer, whatever it is, it's in your schedule. You're going to make it happen. It's a non-negotiable. And so the difference from starting or going once and getting to that point where you're consistently in a, in a groove with it and getting the results from being consistent, that's what we're going to talk about, building the momentum so that you can actually arrive at that moment. Because I think a lot of times we rely on, you know, what's the right word there? Probably enthusiasm, excitement. Maybe there's a moment. Maybe there's like an, oh shit, like my wedding or this family reunion or this thing is coming up I better get in shape for it and sometimes that external validation or that external like stressor can put a little motivation put a little kick in our step and get us to take that first step but that's not what's going to keep us going right the more successful you want to become the more you have to create your own reasons why not a goal date not something that you're looking forward to the long-term goal is for you to have a lifestyle you're the fit guy right like there's something about being someone who does the work does the hard stuff like this is a culture and i'm talking about america but i would say places in europe other places around the country in the world this might be true also is it's a culture these days of kind of mediocrity, laziness at times, like discipline is usually like something that's reserved for work or, you know, rearing kids, things like that. Discipline around fitness is something I think very few people truly have, but because very few people have it, it's a differentiator. It's something that if you are able to do it, can really like set you apart and make you kind of an inspiration for others. I mean, I don't know how many times people reach out to me like, oh my gosh, Bart, your journey, it's so inspiring. Thank you for posting. And it's good to know that like just by living a healthy, disciplined life, like that is resonating with people. And I think what it has to do, you have to figure out for yourself, 
is how do you make that resonate with you? And I think it's a really important thing. They talk about studies with people who've lost a lot of weight or gotten into really good shape and the ones that keep it, right? Because, you know, you've heard a lot of people lost a hundred pounds, gained it all back, right? You know, biggest loser TV show. So many of those people in those early seasons, 20 years later, they're back to being just as out of shape as they were. But why does that happen? A lot of it's because in the excitement of the moment of weight loss, in that journey, you have this momentum, you have this motivation, but when you get to the finish line, that stuff goes away. What they found is the people that stuck with it and really not just lost weight and got into shape, but kept it for, for years at a time after that, it's because they created a new identity around the new physique and the new health that they created. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you still see yourself as the fat guy, right? Like I'm just always been the fat guy, right? Even, and you kind of keep that like self identity, you'll eventually fall back into what you know or who you believe you are. So when you, let's say I'm just speaking to somebody maybe who needs to lose a lot of weight. So I'm at 50, hundred pounds. If you go through that journey and you do lose the weight, one of the most important things you can do is really like re-identify yourself as someone different, right? As an athlete, as somebody who who is this new way, like that, that defines himself by this new set of standards. You know, like David Goggins is all the rave. Everyone's like, oh, this guy, I mean, he was 300 plus pounds. He had to lose 100 plus pounds to, to be able to be eligible to go and, and, and be a part of Navy SEALs training. You know, so he transformed his life. But part of what he did is he created Goggins, right? All of a sudden, this kind of inner beast, this inner badass, Goggins became this kind of alter ego, this persona. And I'm not saying you should come up with this like inner badass, but you kind of have to have this edge about you where it's like you are this new person that you're working so hard to become. Because if you truly inside yourself think you are still that kind of lazy, you know, person who kind of like doesn't get what they want or is, is too afraid to like put out the effort or or wants to generally just like sit on the couch and, and eat Cheetos and watch TV, you'll eventually fall back into that. So it's a very important thing that when you set yourself on that goal of going to that, becoming that fit person, you have to not just get there obviously by doing the work, but you have to really create your new identity around the person that you will become when you arrive there. All right. So that's a huge point. So if that's something I might recommend you journal about, right? If you're on that journey, if you're currently not at the weight or fitness level or uh, just kind of self-confidence that you want to be, then write about it, write about who that person is like that super athlete inside of you, that kind of you know, person that like, what did you do? What do you feel like? What's your daily routine look like? Like, just go there and start processing. What does that look like for me? How would I, how would I want to live my life if I had figured out all the, the habits and the disciplines around it to live that type of lifestyle day in and day out? Because that will help you see the future that, that you can become if you actually put in the work and you arrive there. Then you're actually like, vibing off that idea of who you are in that place, that new person, right? That's huge. The other thing is a concept that comes from my time as an actor. 
And my acting teacher in New York City, Maggie Flanagan, she's amazing, uh, she would talk about our honorable selfishness. And what she was referring to was like honoring the, the selfish time we need to have within our life to take care of our body, to do the work, and of course, be an artist. And being an artist wasn't just about memorizing lines and showing up at acting class. There was so much more to that. And part of it was being tuned into our bodies, uh, being physically fit, being flexible, being able to move and, and respond with, without tension. And so there was so much to that. But I've taken that with me throughout my whole life, and I've always thought about that. We talk to a lot of women about like self-care and how important that is and and you know for moms and kind of like giving that life balance between like time for their kids and their spouse but also time for themselves and that's a similar concept but i think for guys we have to have an honorable selfishness around not being selfish it's not that it's not like let me be more of a selfish person because that's ego and that's insecurity and that's validation and that's not what i'm talking about it's the honorable nature of like the pursuit of the greatest version of yourself, right? The honorable selfishness. That is your pursuit, your daily work of pursuing the best version of yourself, right? That it's not just, hey, you know, I'm probably gonna hit the gym like twice a week, maybe walk my dog once a week. And that may be like a direction to getting where you wanna be, but like the truly best version of yourself is gonna do more than that. Your inner badass, your inner athlete, that person is doing work, is disciplined, is getting up early, is, is putting in the, the hours, not just at the gym or on the, tr- the running trail, but in, in various places of life. One of the things that I put in, because, you know, when, <laughs> as you get older, you'll nod your head if you know, if you know what I'm talking about, got to be flexible, got to be mobile. I'm doing two classes a week of yoga. So I'm doing four workouts, like heavy workouts a week in the gym, I'm doing two yoga classes, um, and then I'm having I mean, a full day off. So I'm really putting in that flexibility, that mobility, that stability. My balance is improving. A lot of my like core, um, just rotational stability is getting better and better. And that is in turn making me even better at the working out and my posture, all the things that I'm trying to improve little by little. So that's, that's actually part of that journey is like, you know, finding that the, the healthiest, strongest version of myself is me looking at like, where are my weak points? Like if you're somebody who's just kind of genetically or always been really strong. And so that means every time you go to the gym, you're benching two plates and, and putting up weight and you're doing the curls and you're doing the shoulders and all that. Like that's cool. And that's, it's nice to start with our strengths because we can kind of lean into like the feeling of like, Hey, I'm strong again. This is great. We also got to look at where we are weak, where we need work. You know, for some of it's balance, for some of it's flexibility, for some of it's strength and cardio and those high things. So if you, if you know you're weak in certain areas, you owe it to yourself because you're trying to get to be the best version of yourself. You've got to fight and do the work and do the hard stuff. If you suck at cardio, when are you doing cardio? Is there a cardio day you're burning out where you're doing, you know, a couple of miles, maybe you're doing some sprints, you're messing around with zone two, you're hitting some VO2 max training, getting up for zone four, zone five, pushing it, really burning lactic acid in your muscles in the cardiovascular system. Like, what are you doing to make yourself better in all aspects of your, of your fitness? 
right? And that you don't have to take them all on at the, at the exact same time. But if you're only doing the one thing that you're already pretty good at, like you are improving somewhat, but you're eventually that's going to be limiting because you're eventually going to either plateau out because you don't have the mobility, the flexibility, the cardiovascular system, or you're just not going to be able to like truly become in the type of shape that you want to become. So your honorable selfishness is about like putting the daily work into the things you need to do to be the best version of yourself for the, for, you know, in, within the purpose of like what, who you are in this life, where you are right now. If you're 48, like me, if you're 56, if you're, you know, 40, 41, and you're just kind of getting into the forties, you know, you may feel a lot like you did in your thirties, but you kind of know, Hey, I'm headed into this like this decade of my life where if I'm not at my peak, things are going to start slowing down. Injuries are going to start creeping up. You know, it's just part of the deal unless we're doing the work and being very smart and strategic. So that honorable selfishness, and I'll use that expression a lot uh, over the course of these uh, podcasts, but is key. So take all that. Let's go back to building momentum. Building momentum is about every day you've got a plan, right? You've got a, some sort of a workout that right now, I guarantee if you, if you just get into working out or you're doing, you know, a decent amount of it, you're not overtraining. I want you doing something every day. Now that doesn't mean go to the gym for two hours, seven days a week. That might mean to, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, you're hitting the gym, you're doing weights, maybe Tuesday, Thursday, you're going for a run, maybe Sunday, it's yoga, something, right? Every single day, because I don't want you right now to have a day where you kind of pull back right now. You need to be activating, activating. You have a plan. You go do it. You check the box. You feel good about doing it when you said you were going to do it because self-confidence is not just like, Oh, this guy has self-confidence. I never had that self-confidence really comes from keeping the agreements that you make with yourself. Now today I had uh, training sessions, various things going on all the way up till four o'clock. I don't ideally want to go to the gym at four because that is when everyone else is at the gym, but it's the only time four to six. That's my only window to get my workout in. And so if I don't do that and I miss the opportunity and I kind of miss my day, that's chipping away at my self-confidence. But if I say I'm going to do it, I do the work, I go in there, I put my energy, my effort, my focus into completing the workout as best I can. Boom. That's self-confidence. That gives me a little bit more momentum the next day. And it gets a little bit easier to have that discipline and to have that gutsy, like I'm going, I don't care. I'm going right. And now that doesn't mean like leave your kids and wife at home and just like pack up and take off for the, for the gym with, without making a plan, you know, communicate with your family, but, and, and ideally put it in a time of day that the kids aren't being affected by it, but let's do it when you need to do it. You just have to schedule it, stick with it, knock it out of the park. And then you get the confidence from saying, I did that, right? You don't have to promote it on social media that you did it. You can, if you want, take a selfie, great, good job, put it on social media, but it's for you. The workout is not for everybody else. The workout is for you. That is a little bit of a, like a wind at your sail. Next day you go in there, maybe you're doing, you know, I'm going to do an hour of cardio. I'm hitting the Stairmaster for 15 minutes. I'm going to hit the bike. I'm going to do sprints on the bike for 10 minutes. Then I got 30 minutes, low intensity, zone two cardio, walking on a treadmill with some incline. 
you know, you put that all together, you do a little 10 minutes at the end of like some cool down zone one, zone two, uh, elliptical or something like that. Bam. You got an hour. Fantastic. You burn four to 600 calories. You tapped into your, your cardiovascular system, heart circulation, all those good things. Check the box. Great job. Heading home, getting the good food, getting dinner, you know, whatever time you work it out. And that's another wind in your sails, right? Honorable selfishness. When is that happening? When is your time to go take care of yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself? Because I will promise you this. Your kids are watching. They understand that you are working out. You are taking care of your body. You are putting yourself to the test every single day. And that is something they're watching and learning. Whether you tell them about it or not, they're watching you do it. They're seeing that that's a thing that you do. And they're, I don't know, 75% more likely to do that themselves when they get older because they saw you do it. So that's a bonus aspect of being very disciplined in your life is if you've got kids, they're watching that, they're going to probably implement that type of reality for themselves later on. So building momentum, okay? plan, implement that plan, knock it out of the park. You get confidence for doing that. You do that day after day after day. Okay. Now once a week, I need a recovery workout. So that's yoga that maybe that's going to the gym, just zone one, zone two cardio for 30 minutes, spend 30 minutes stretching, you know, and just like maybe chill out in the jacuzzi. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Like that can be a day. Cause we, you know, sometimes we just, we need a recovery day and that's totally cool. I just don't want any days of your week being like, yeah, I just didn't think about fitness, right? You're not there yet, right? If you're on that journey, those days will come later. There, once in a while, especially you're on vacation, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But right now, it is every day you've got some sort of plan where you're honoring the best version of yourself and you're moving yourself in that direction because you are identifying this new version of yourself that you're going to become that you are not going to let yourself slip back to the old version of you that you don't want to be anymore, right? Because it's not really about losing the weight or getting our body physically a look the way we want it to look. You know, great. You get accolades for looking good, but it's really about the work it took to get there and the discipline you discover from getting there. And people, you know, sometimes tell me, Hey Bart, man, in your 40s and your 50s, it's so much harder. It is, you know, it's just harder to lose weight. I don't have the same, you know, my testosterone levels aren't as high as they were when I was 25. It's just harder to build muscle. I, man, it's frustrating. I say, good. Here's why. Because if it's hard and you still do it, the discipline it took to get there will be that much more likely to keep you there. If you do something and it's not that hard to do, you didn't learn shit along the way. I promise you, you didn't learn anything. Or very little, right? I, I had a colleague of mine try to get a six-minute mile, and every and he was like at eight twenty-two, and then he I got it under seven and a half, and then all of a sudden he he strained his calf in, during one of his runs, and it was like oh, it set him back, and he had to kind of build his calf back up and take, and then he got you know the pain left, and he was like oh, he was getting closer to like under seven minutes, and then bam, hamstring, you know, and I I was talking to him, I'm like you know what. What if that's good? What if all those little like obstacles made you stronger, made you tougher, made you more hungry 
to get to the six minute mile. And this guy runs a six minute mile, or at least he did it at one point when he actually like got through all those injuries and he was able to get a six minute mile. But you know what? Like he arrived there in spite of those injuries, those obstacles, right? And the same thing with us. Like if you're 40 to 60, it's just a little bit harder. And that's great because that, it's going to matter more that you do the work. It's not going to be a trick. It's not going to be luck that you got there. It's not going to be any of those things because you put the work in and you did the daily stuff, eating well, drinking water, getting sleep, going to the gym, going for the run, doing yoga, like whatever you did it. You earned it. You own it. That's you. So you arrive at that point where you're like, boom, I feel amazing. My doctor just gave me the first clean bill of health in the last 10 years. My blood works amazing. You know, all those things start showing up for you. Boom. You did it. And you remember how hard it was, you know, the hamstring pull or the, you know, the, this being stuck at like 233 pounds for like four weeks, even though you were doing everything right. And just your body just didn't want to let lose that little bit of weight. And then all of a sudden it just dropped to 231 and 229. And, you know, it's like, that's just the way our body works. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't want to change. And the older you get, the less it wants to change. So you have to be so disciplined, so hardcore and so focused on that new version of yourself that it just can't do anything but change because you're not willing to like quit because it gets hard. So you have to have that mindset of like, first of all, this new version of myself, the best, healthiest, most athletic version of myself, I see him. I wrote about him. Like That's why I said journal. Write about that person. What does he do? What's his life like? What are, what are the things he likes to do? You know, And maybe you're like, oh man, he's going out every weekend doing wake surfing on Lake Austin. Whatever it is for you, write it down. Have some sort of version of yourself that's living their best life because that's the person you want to feel like when you get there. right? And then you come back to the moment. You say, okay, what am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing the next day, right? You can plan out week and a, he- a week at a time, two weeks. Hey, you're a big time planner, planning out three months at a time. But I want to see, you know, minimum three workouts at the gym, strength training. You can do push day, a pull day, a leg day, right? Push day is chest, shoulders, triceps. Those are the big upper body push muscles. Pull day, you got biceps, you got rear delts, you got all the back muscles. Then you got legs, hamstrings, glutes, quads, calves, right? You can do that. Monday, I do push. Wednesday, I do pull. Friday, I do legs. Tuesday, Thursday, maybe you're doing cardio. Maybe you're doing a boot camp. Saturday, Sunday, maybe you're going for a hike. Maybe one day you're doing yoga. You got to have something every day, okay? And like I said, could be recovery. You know, you do a light kind of low intensity yoga class with some uh, light cardio all that stuff's golden. It just has to be something. No days off. No days where your brain gets to kind of relax and go back to like the, the other version of yourself. That You're going to slip back a little bit if you do that. That's why you plan every day. And you've got to then show up for that thing. Put it in your schedule. Show up for it. That's what's going to help build that confidence you're looking for. And remember, check out the show notes for more information on Iron Neck. If you've got neck issues, things like that, check out the Iron Neck link. It's awesome. They've got several different devices that are going for it. And if you're in the Austin area, mid-September, Iron Neck's doing a big uh, flash sale 
at their actual uh, headquarters. So if you're in Austin, you can come by there. They're going to be selling a lot of equipment. They're going to do kind of a, like a garage sale with a lot of equipment, bands and different things that you can uh, purchase. It's very inexpensive. So that's the Iron Neck. They're doing that later on in mid-September. So other than that, uh, check out the show notes for more information. You got, I've got a discount on uh, Mantra Labs. So they've got a hydrate formula, which is excellent, which I totally recommend. They've also got a Super Greens formula, which is really good. You get 25% off by using Mindset Forge at checkout. Uh, So check that out too. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Mindset Forge podcast.